Warning. The following video clip contains strong language and has therefore been rated 18 plus by the YouTube NECCA. Viewer discretion is advised. If there is anyone present that is under the age of 18, please ask them to do either of the following. 1. Cover their ears. 2. Put in headphones. 3. Leave the room completely. You should also ask them to close their eyes in case they can lip read. Thank you for your understanding. YouTube, NECCA, and the makers of this video do not condone the usage of foul language in any situation or circumstance. This video is purely for entertainment purposes only. Do not try these words at home. Welcome to Six Degrees of a Belly Dancer. I'm Tina with Shasha and Tony. Hello. Hello. I am happy to be Hello. here again with you guys, my friends from Utah. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully I'll be coming to see I might actually so be seeing you guys in April. So. Oh, cool. Yeah, I might come through and, that would be good. and say hi. <laughs> Got to go to Price and see the, the weird family. You guys have it. A... <laughs> Uh oh, yeah, uh, weird the family. The family, the weird family. The, my weird family, yes, my no. weird Utah family who no, has stayed in the same place for a hundred and fifty years, two hundred years, and still haven't left. So, <laughs> well, that's a great they place like, to be down there. It is so much. Oh, Carbon County. What's weird is you went to California. That's yeah, the weird thing. I know. I had, to, I had to get out, man. I wasn't going to be a coal miner or a meth head. I just I couldn't do it. <laughs> or pregnant at 13 <laughs> there's that too so yeah. but anyway guys i wanted to talk about a little something uh so the music that i'm going to be playing in this episode 
this time is from a Lebanese singer Yang named uh, Yasmin Hamad. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. she's a Middle Eastern Lebanese singer, but she also sings in different dialects. Like, uh, she'll do Kuwaiti or she'll do Saudi Arabian, but she is actually one of the pioneers of electronic Arabic music, more like, uh, acid oh. Arabic. And oh, cool. she, she is amazing. Okay. And I, I'm going to encourage all you guys to get out there and listen to her music, check out her videos. Um, yeah. And I, I do know that a portion of her proceeds get sent to uh, the Red Crescent, which is the Middle Eastern version of the Red Cross, uh, UNICEF. Very cool. And also a couple other things. So by all means, get out there, check out her videos, listen to her music. It's great. I'm going to pepper it throughout the episode today. Um, if you get the chance, uh, right. she actually made her debut in a, in a film called The Only Lovers Left Alive about two vampires who fall in love in Morocco. And, and they, is that an international film or? No, 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 no. It's, it's, it's actually a, a pretty well-known film. It was released in 2013, uh, but it was more of like a Sundance kind of a film. It's really good. Okay, that's yeah, go check it out. They go into this club and she's there singing this song called Hall. And she, she just blows me away. Awesome. But by all means, get yeah. out there and listen to Yasmin. Yeah, cool. Okay, let's do. Um, oh, what year? So what year did she, is her, um, her, her top CD for the well, electronic? So when, she, when she first started in Lebanon, she was started in a band called Soap Kill. And that was released in 1999. And then she kind of moved on from that and became her own solo singer. And she's freaking amazing the song in the beginning is actually uh titled balad which in arabic means country if you get the chance yeah please, by all means watch this video on youtube it's it, it's amazing okay. I, I can't even explain it it's what is her name again her name is yasmin Al hamdan h-a-m-d-a-n yasmin but she's she's great you guys and i mean I, by all means, listen to her soap kill stuff. Listen to her. I mean, her, her stuff by herself is just great. Um, she's actually had to leave the Middle East for Paris because uh, she could be a little suggestive in those more conservative countries. So very beautiful, very talented. Yeah. Please go check well, out. Well, in Lebanon, they're probably a little more uh, uh, you know, uh, relaxed about that kind of stuff rather than you, Egypt. You would think, like, though, but since uh, Hamas has gotten hold of most of the refugee camps from the 1947-67 wars, uh, they tend to have gotten a little bit more conservative, especially with the green Hamas. Now, is that just with the singing? Because I think I remember hearing a long time, you know, belly dancing through all of the years. Yeah, it's okay. Right. But of course, and, and, probably, but the singing was way, it was very much not women didn't right, sing. Right. But like Is that more know, why? Yeah. And like, if, I mean, if you go to like the Rafah crossing in Gaza, you know, with Egypt, it's still extremely conservative. They're making the women in Gaza wear burqa from head to toe, whereas the West Bank is more liberal with, um, the government of Abu Mazen. And so the PLA, the PLO and Hamas are always at each other's face. And so Hamas is trying to take some of the Lebanese refugee camps from Palestine and convert them into their political party, which is wow. not making a good mix. <laughs> so <laughs> by all means, get out there, listen to Yasmin. You guys are going to love her. I swear to God. I'll pepper her music throughout the episode today. So 
Okay, and I will uh, a link on the Send a Large Facebook page Goodbye. too. And too. also check out the movie Only Two Lovers Left Alive. Her performance <laughs> in that movie blew me away, and it's kind of what turned me on to her in the first place. So cool. Anyway, what do you guys got for me today? Well, let's pick up what got cut off uh, last week. Uh, Tina wasn't here. I'll give her just a really quick review. But may I ask you, Tony, real quick, are you getting that crackly noise? Am I getting the crackling? Huh. It's only when you. It's only when you're talking. My Not mic is cracking. Tina. Yeah, yes. like like why we recorded last week and stopped recording, but. It's doing it again, so it might be something with All your right. cables. Hold on one second. We thought it was because Tina wasn't here last time. <laughs> so, Tina, how was Sunday? Did you have fun on, on your um, luncheon? Yes, it was fun. <coughs> Excuse me. How is that? Is that better? It's We're still, still a little here. crackly. Yeah. All right, hold on. And it, it is only when... um. When Big T is talking, so we're going to blame Sacramento, California on this. <laughs> okay, well, I'll just go over what we went over really quick. Okay. Uh, we just started talking about belly dance and how old and just we were staying broad because we were going to just kind of map off and relax. Being that I'm not a teacher and I don't teach and stuff. Yeah. And we were talking about it being 5,000 years old and he, you know, he says from Egypt, but everybody, it's all from the, it's all Arabic. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about the Ottoman Empire and how it was brought over here to the Chicago World Fair in 1893. And I wanted to correct myself because I thought the belly dancer that they brought over was named Lucy, but it was Little Egypt. I think Lucy is Hassan Ramzi's wife's name. But are hey you guys, back? How's it, how is that? Is that better? Or is it still popping? Still it's popping. Still, and it's I don't know, it's that crackly noise just it's only when when your voice is like it's not happening now, it's just when you're talking. Do you think it's in the mic? Like uh it might be, but I have a new one coming on Thursday anyway. So if it's popping still, guys, I'm sorry. I don't know where that's where okay it because is. I still like listening to last week's anyway and it crackled and at the end I was like, Oh, I didn't even notice it was crackling anymore. Okay, well, well <laughs> I, I will keep my talking to a minimum. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's going to be a very quiet podcast because me and Tina will be like, hmm, um, hmm. <laughs> well, I just told that we, we were talking about uh, the Ottoman Empire and the Chicago World Fair and when the belly dance came over here as a cultural exhibit. And then we kind of took it and Americanized it and it became risque because the vaudeville and burlesque. But bringing that up, Back in the day when I went to school, I did my little oral report on belly dancing and I had to pull up my little notes and I was remembering this part and I had to read it. In 1893, a 21-year-old entrepreneur named Saul Bloom became part of a large body of rich men involved in the Chicago World Fair. They brought people from other countries and built mock streets and villages to show how they lived. So, you know, travel was somewhat limited that those days. The Middle Eastern display turned out to be one of the most popular exhibits. With its dancing girls who moved in ways that made well-educated Western ladies just swoon, let alone what the men did. So, with that being said, <laughs> many nightclub 
and bar owners jumped on the bandwagon and developed from this the strut and strip sleaze reputation that ballet dance has had for many years was born. So <laughs> trying to make a buck those men, that 21-year-old Saul Bloom, what the heck? Well, thank you, Saul, because if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be shopping so much on Amazon. <laughs> you know, that, uh, that World's Fair actually became home to one of America's most, most prolific serial killers. Who? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, is, um, it, is it the clown? No, no, no. His name was H.H.H. Oh. H. H. Holmes. And oh, I read that book in seventh grade. Yeah, that he, doctor, he, he uh, right, he, he had uh, a he, mansion. He, he, yeah, he built a mansion to draw revelers from the world's fair. Portrait chain. But it was really a, a death trap, is what it was, and they finally he ended up. A lime pit. He disposed of bodies in the lime pit. He had like one of those saws that come down real slow and cut. Yeah, he had like he a a trap a... doors, and yeah. Yeah, he had this freak out How? house. How does someone even come up with those ideas? I, you know, they I, blows I my mind. Yeah, I wonder. You know, that you know what's really crazy back then, those old days? I mean, what is it today with all of our technology and stuff? Right. But... What are these crazies doing? Or do we even have them anymore? Was there something in the water back then? Oh, they're still crazy. <laughs> he had one wife. He had one girlfriend that he kept throughout all of, he'd always pick up prostitutes. They, I think they, they think he might be Jack the Ripper. Wow. Yeah, right. Cause he Some came from England. Yeah. He went, he went, to, he went over to Europe or something during that time. And right. Gosh, I haven't heard that name for so long. Uh, they, in seventh grade, they tell me to read it. And that's what I read. My mom has so many true crimes. I was like, wow, Mom, what's this about? That's quite a hard read for a seventh grader. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. You know what? I, I didn't finish school. When I came to um, Carbon, I really didn't even go to ninth grade. I was supposed to repeat it. But they said, oh, we're going to, I don't know. Some A little bit of me thinks that's why I ended up at Carbon High without oh, records okay. just to start over hey well at least they didn't just, make you go to that mont Harmon, dude that place sucked <laughs> no i was in salt lake for middle school right. but in my 20s i got my GED and i went to community college and got my associates because i decided i want to learn about some shit right <laughs> well, i get you all right you know what do you got for me what do i have what, what you, you what do you got for me come on lay, lay it on me Oh my you know, how, how, how was your three weeks off from spending time with your friends? <laughs> hey, it wasn't intentional. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The first one, I was stuck at work. The second one, the internet went out at our that whole house. And it it completely went oh, out. Yeah. Uh, it was out for like eight hours. Really? Wow. Yeah. Wow. So <laughs> they're okay, back in the right. they were valid they were oh, valid right. i promise are you sure it wasn't a booty call come on i'm be, positive be oh trust me be i'm honest positive. with us okay when there's no internet i'll understand i'll understand if it's a booty call man I, you know <laughs> and then last week shasha didn't let me in the meeting so. like, yeah what's the third oh. one? Oh yeah it was me Te technical <laughs> difficulties here people <laughs> technical difficulties uh, yes all right. you, you both are given free passes okay okay right. okay i'm but, i'm here today but, i'm present but as as per your punishment i'm gonna ask you both to come on oas next week so Woo! 
Yeah. I love that show. I love right. that show. You guys are both. I need you both on OAS. So. Oh. Well, okay. last week, Tony, well, Tony sent me a clip about some controversial belly dance, but he sent me some of that weird um, ending Pakistani smut that's out there. Oh, yeah. The, the, I have the... my computer set on a setting where I only filters out wholesome belly dancing. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, no, this, no, this was actually a, it was actually a documentary by Vice where they went undercover to these places to see what actually goes on. And it's. Yeah, what? Yeah, that one, that's more, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah that stuff everywhere. But have you ever seen those, um, like, if YouTube, those weird, it's like belly dancing, but it's, they'll just straight up flash you. Oh. But it's really low quality because they're always 20 years behind us. Oh, okay. Have you seen, well, my, my this was I when I, I know 2008, I got a laptop and I was like, oh, wow, internet. And I'm like, belly dance. And I'm like, wow, this looks kind of shady. Is like really, really 70s looking. And right. you could almost see cigarettes smoke <laughs> in the air. And it was looked like a belly dance performance. And then a squat and then a basic instinct shot. And then right back to the belly dance. I was like, oh, what is this computer doing to me? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I got I my first... that's I, I got my I thought first... that's what you were showing me, Tony. What? It, that kind of had that same quality when they were show when the videos were showing. Right. It's kind of like very right. Very, very grainy and yeah, right, right. But um, yeah. <laughs> the I, I got my first computer in ninety nine, dude, and I I was in porn heaven. You know, I, I didn't know what to do with myself. Gosh, nineteen ninety nine had computer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I did I, and I dude. It was too much for me. It was all at once, dude. I had to like, oh, take a step back. It's funny because it's going to be mind porn too. Right, right. One, one arm's starting to get stronger than the other. You know, I'm like, okay, this is weird. I'm lopsided. I'm like, I'm a <laughs> That's from when. Right. Oh. oh, hey, Tony, the crackling went away. Did it? Oh, wait. Oh, no. Sometimes I think it does kind of not. Damn. Maybe it's a little close it is. Man, I'm, I'm just going to have to run it through filters. I got a new microphone showing up on Wednesday, so I'm sorry, listeners, and I'm sorry, well, Tina and Shasha. Only noticed for the first time last week. But, yeah, right. Uh, uh, last week, we were talking about male belly dancers, and when I, Tina and I were dancing, I did give her a kind of like a follow-up, and she's like, well, we know male belly dancers, duh. One is Charles, and he's like, I, I messaged him and asked if I could use some of his photos. He said yes, and I asked him to be a guest. He'll think about it. Nice. So <laughs> but we are, we are coming up. from the 70s. Nice. We are coming up on 16 minutes, so we might need to take a break, guys, and then we can come back, and you guys can fill me in on the world of male belly dancers and see if maybe <laughs> oh, it's something yes. for me. I, I actually, I, I don't know. All right, you guys, so we're going to go ahead and take a break right now. We will come back. Please don't go anywhere. Come on, guys. We're having a great time. <laughs> Stick with us, all right? Stick with us. I'm, I promise you, it's going to get better. Uh, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> all righty. Come back. Yeah, 
This horseman doesn't see gender. My flaming sword fits all holes. I learned in science class that common reed frogs can change their sex to even out the population for reproductive purposes. Flea, have you transformed because you want to mate with this diminutive human? Is that really all you men think about? Sex, sex, sex? Have you ever thought that there's more to gender construct than just sexual reproduction? And maybe my biological identity should be respected independent of the male gaze and its expectations? Sorry. Talk to the tentacle. The Sherwin-Williams Research Laboratories present... An official film of the War Department. It's an Ashbar Victor production from Ashbar and Victor. Presented by the Tennessee Department of Public Health. You didn't make a cartoon, did you, Jerry? Of course I did. I'm getting there. That's a famous studio's production. Produced by the United Productions of America. By John Foster and George Stallings. Okay, you're clearly stalling. You know, I'm not stalling, Bob. I made a cartoon. It is assumed that the audience has a knowledge of vacuum tubes. Oh, for Christ's sake, Jerry! I gave you a timeline, I gave you a budget. What are we doing? You, you, you know what? Fine. I didn't make a cartoon, okay? Things have been. Things have been bad at home. Diane's leaving me. My house is getting foreclosed. I'm. I'm sorry, Bob. I let you down. Well, now we don't have a cartoon to start the show. Real nice, Jer. You fucked us all. You fucked us all. Welcome to the castle of confusing creatures. This is William. He's a giant cloud of ghosts. And he'll spin, and he'll get you real dizzy, so you better be careful. And this is Paul. He's a chimney, and he talks with fire. He's got fire breath. He spits out babies and two tongues. This is Lance. Oh, poor Lance. He's a little sad guy. You don't want to be around him. He'll make you cry. But this one right here, he's Fred. Now, Fred, he seems like a big guy, but he's small. He's a small guy when he doesn't have any hair. This is Carl. He's got symbols for ears, and he's got bells on his hands, so you can always hear him coming. This is Darren. Darren and the chimney guy. They used to fuck. Hey, this is Alonzo. He looks like a bat, but sometimes he looks like a frog. And who could forget Fat Baby John? He's got money, because he's a thief. And all thieves must die. Everybody, um, I hope you enjoyed the break for whatever kind of madness, advertisements, or nonsense that is played in the center there. I hope you enjoyed it. We are back here with Sasha and Tina, and we are getting ready to dive into the world of male belly dancing. Let's hear it, ladies. Okay, well, last week, since half of the show got cut off, we were kind of talking about the male belly dancing because Tony was asking if it was a thing, and I said, well, yeah, of course, but... 
I thought he was talking back in the Ottoman Empire days. So I was talking about how they sometimes castrate him, but he was talking about modernized belly dancing. And Tina, you know, you know more male belly dancers than I. I mean, who's our top ones here? I mean, of course, I know Charles because he's everywhere I go. But probably I would say Charles is one of the more well-known because he does so much in the belly dance community because he's helping out with the lighting of the shows and things like that. But he teaches yeah. a lot of classes. That. He's the lighting guy. So no wonder everybody knows Charles. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's oh also so he does your lights. Okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> right. But back in the old school days of the 90s, the big top banana was Aziz, I would say, and maybe Rafa, who I never met. But yeah. very, I mean, they're, they are male female belly dancers i mean with very talented yeah rafa taught lat latin dancing oh he, um, he fuses that's cool mm -hmm. he has like yeah, a fusion thing okay this i think that was like about 15 years ago though so that that those are like the old school male belly dancers i forgot i took a workshop from jim boz who's a very famous belly dancer i'm looking for his picture can you guys see in this zoom thing yeah See, he's strong. Oh, okay. He can lift me up. Okay. Is and, he the one that did the dance with the trays that had uh -huh. the glasses on well, it? He, he does very, very Egyptian cabaret. In fact, I even brought, this is kind of what I saw. I took a shimmy workshop from him. But can you see this, Tony? There's a little bit of a glare okay, on yeah, it. Yeah, I can never see it. Guess. Oh, sorry. Okay. You would never guess because he looks like a big old biker dude that he's doing a ballet style Egyptian cabaret, very refined and elegant. Uh, they're kind of like Egyptian style is less is more, you know, or kind of Turkish is on the floor and anything goes. That, anyway. He actually looks pretty cool, dude. I didn't think that, you know, it. Not even guess that that's what he does. Dude. That actually looks pretty cool. At first, I thought it would be a little feminine or something, but no, that he, dude, he's he's crushing it. Well, it uh, depends on the dancer because some of them do tend to be a little more masculine. feminine in, the, in their movements, and right. then some more masculine. Yeah, some of them do cane dances and the swords. Charles really likes the sword. Um, yeah, Charles is awesome with the sword. I was looking for Jim Boz's picture here. Oh, yeah. So I went to two of his shows. He came here in 2011, too. I forgot. I just I took the workshop from Ruby instead. Look, at here he is back in. This must have been his hot days back in, like, the 80s. Or okay. So. Well, I do remember seeing. I don't know if I took a class from him or not. I remember seeing him somewhere. Maybe it was the show. This is the one that we went to. San Diego. I'll put oh, those up cool. on the YouTube channel. You can check him out. I'm not sure what he's doing these days. That was back in 2011. And then the time before I took the workshop was 2006. But I'm going to read this thing I found. Because like I said, when I first started belly dancing, I was researching like mad every time something came up. So I always have these notes and I kept them all. Like This is from 2002. Very interesting. Since Tony was interested, I thought he might hear, hear this story in the Muslim countries. So this would be, this is, uh, looks like somebody's essay or something by Jasmine Jahal. Male belly dance in Turkey. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I did highlight a few things. It starts out, 
in February of 2000, the Turkish police rescued a 19-year-old male whose father had chained him to bed for three days. The stated reason for this abuse, the father disapproved of his son's performances as a belly dancer. So that's Turkey. They disapprove of it. But back in the Ottoman Empire, it was kind of a normal thing to have him. Yeah, which um, is really trippy because the Ottomans were extremely conservative. I mean, yeah, well, it's, 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 especially the absence, right. With the absence of females in the social and entertainment life, Ottoman men would watch male belly dancers, generally known as rakas, to satisfy a need to see something aesthetic. It could be Muslim or non-Muslim, and historians say there are two different kinds. Oh, okay, there's uh, two kinds of rakas. There's the kochek, which we always hear about in my other belly dance books. And then there's this Tavsan Oglan. And the Tavsan Oglan, which means rabbit boy, wore a charming hat and tight pants. The Kochiks often wore women's clothes and allowed their long curly hair to flow freely. Kochiks and Tavsan Oglans performed for wedding celebrations. Um, that custom included men and women. They, well, they celebrate separately. Um, yeah, they would dance at feast festivals and in the presence of sultans. So their dancing was sexually provocative and it, it impersonated female dancers. So they incorporated things like lady walking, finger snapping, and, a, and it says a special two-handed finger snap, but I automatically thought two snaps up because I'm like, yeah, finger snapping. Oh my God. But yeah. Um, yeah, uh, suggestive gestures, but it, you know, it reminds me, me and Adesia were crazy kids as teenagers. Her dad took us up to Salt Lake at Shiloh hotel do you remember that hotel oh, downtown oh man i have had some good times in that spot, <laughs> well, that's torn down what, but oh we, it's gone oh from years ago years ago but it had the, we, the glass elevator right well yeah somebody threw their kids off of it oh no yeah and then it had some other bad things happen like after that almost ghostly so they tore it down wow. but we snuck out of the room and we were running around town as teenagers. We took some mushrooms or whatever. But there is like this Turkish dude out there, a taxi driver. And we were laughing. And he kept trying to take us into the squatters. And he kept trying to say, well, I'm going to do this and poke you in the butt or something. We were laughing so hard. And he says, because we can't have sex with women oh um, my God. before you're married. And we were, we were on we're on boomers so right. we're laughing our ass off of this dude and we're laughing at our socks and then we went back to the room you know well obviously the guy never because he's just dude on the street <laughs> he's right. like he said he was from turkey and he that's what they could do and we were just thought it was hilarious but i was reading this and it reminded me of that i'm like well maybe that's what he's talking about right he thought that we were on the street he thought we were hookers or something because we were out sneaking around at this night we are probably of normal age as 15-year-olds. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, you're asking controversial belly dance. Gypsies, they marry off like at 13. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I read a have lot these, of these. have these big old massive weddings and yeah, it's, they marry. Yeah, yeah, I read a lot about that because my name is Gypsy. Shasha is a gypsy name. Right. And the, it, there was... Um, well, Delilah, do you know the belly dancer Delilah in Seattle? She's my most 
favorite inspiration, like my most favorite ballet dancer everywhere or anywhere. She told a story about how they invited this gypsy girl. She was 12 to come and dance at the show. And she was, forgot where she was from, somewhere over there, Romania. Oh. Started dancing and started taking her shirt off. And they had to run up there and be like, no, oh, what are you doing? She's like, but this is what we do. Then you got to think, well, if they're getting married at 13 and my gosh, if you're 34, you're an old grandma. Right. Like, you woman to 34 good girl wow well i got off the track of the belly dancing because of all that but anyway i thought that was interesting um it says they they uh the boys danced as long as they stayed good looking and they could hide their beards the oh, dancing oh. boys were an acceptable substitute for the prohibited women dancers huh, huh. i know it seems a little backwards doesn't it is it, is, I know, it and then you just hear about history and today, and you're. I'm like, I am so confused, and that is why I love the United States of America right. because we can do what we want. And like I said, okay, so I'm not a scholar over here, never a teacher. Just learn your ballet dance little bits at a time through our show, little pieces. You can put it together. Yep. <laughs> There's so much to learn. I could never teach. I mean, but I. I oh yeah. I'm stuff too tina reminds me all the time she's like you know male belly dancers i'm like do i who charles and see so i'm like oh yeah oops well there goes that podcast <laughs> i'm like i don't know, I don't know. <laughs> so are you gonna do us a belly dance Tony? Who, me oh my god yeah. i dude i i think the last time i actually danced was well, that wasn't either moshing or stage diving was probably my junior prom. <laughs> wow, that's way too long. You've got to get you to do something. You know what? Remember I told you about Hassam Ramsey last time about Look Him Up because he went on tour with Led Zeppelin and whatever. Right. Well, I was trying to find my CD where I read that. It was in my CD and I couldn't find it for you. But let me show you something weird that I pulled up. So I, I go to Hassam Ramsey's site, his site, not YouTube or anything. I'm like, oh, this is badass. I'm going to show it to uh, Tony. Look what happens when I press on this. I'm weirded out. Okay, so this, can you see this? I can. So that's him. This is his site. Okay. I'm like, oh, some badass drumming. It took me to fucking to Scientology. Scientology. Wow. He is Scientology. You know this? Wow. wow. Like, it's there's supposed to be him drumming. It's like, hey, those now, you know those... what this means? That means I'm in. It's in my laptop. I'm subscribed to something. I'm going to get their their mails. I'm, am I a member now? I don't know. Oh, dude. Oh, dude. Yeah. No. So they have a few I'll of their bookstores here. I'll tell you what, too. My uncle replied to a Scientology, and he died a few years ago, and they kill, still keep sending mail to him. The Jew, yeah, they're not. So they have two bookstores here in Sacramento, and um, they yeah. cost money to even go in the front door. You well, is pay. it the headquarters in in California somewhere? The headquarters down in Los Angeles, yeah, in Hollywood. But um, the the two you stores... have to pay to go in their store, mm -hmm. and you have to pay for all the lessons, all the therapy, all the. And then, like, if you don't have any money and you want to be part of it, right? And and I mean, we're not talking like. You know, few hundred dollars here and there. We're talking like hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. You well, know, and I wow. mean, that's mind blowing. That ha I did not know that about Hassan Ramsey. I mean, Tom but Cruise. Scientology, yeah. But, yeah, but but our drummer, badass drummer, dude. Right, and then like 
So like, if you don't have the money, then you join this organization that they have called the Sea Org, where they put you out on one of their oh, boats or on one of their I farms watched. to help pay your way through the thing. It oh, wow. Yeah, so, I mean, it's not I've cheap. I watch the Scientology <laughs> stuff on TV, and that's scary. I don't even know how you can. I mean, right. unless you're born into it, I don't know how they can just pluck you off the street. Right, but, yeah, I mean, it costs a lot of money. I had a roommate who was a Scientologist. Well, his family were Scientologists, and he, like, explained the whole thing to me, dude, and it, I was just kind of blown away. You know, L, R, you know, L. Ron Hubbard and all that. We, it just creeped yeah, me out. Yeah, he's a cat. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, so that's my mom gets those. My mom gets those Scientology things too for my whole entire life, as I remember. I mean, she's never even been to church, but she gets them. And there's some nice, thick publications that you're like money goes into that stuff that people. Oh, serious money. Mm -hmm. Serious money. Wow. Wow. That, that just blew my mind. That it looks like you're gonna see some drumming right there, front and square. Yeah. It it's takes you straight through. And I got scared. I was like, now, now I got to smudge my iPad that's, or whatever. And that's a pretty good bait and switch. Yeah. yeah not, <laughs> bad. not bad. <laughs> Whoa, Tony, now your screen you're is glitching. Popping. You're glitching. Oh, you're glitching. Oh, next, next OAS glitch music. Oh, dude. That, that'd be oh, wow. you're glitching bad. Wow. I mean, Badass, that's pretty cool. I should record that, <laughs> dude. I wonder if that's my connection. That might be why you're crackling. It might be. I might need to reset this box. Damn it. All right, <laughs> oh my god, <goodness. laughs> glitch music on the next OAS. All right, well, we are coming up on 15 minutes anyway, ladies. So I think okay. it's about time that we call it a night. Okay, thanks okay. for rearranging your schedule. Hey. I'm here for you guys, okay? Remember that. I'm here for you. Yay, uh, thank you it. very much. <laughs> on our side. There you go. <laughs> All right, everybody. I am Tony. And I'm, I am Shasha. And I'm Tina. And please join us again for this jumbuck fungal, fungal mess we call it Six <laughs> Degrees to a Belly Dancer. And, yeah, I mean, by all means... Eat your treat cheeseburgers plain and spank your significant other at least once a day, okay? Tina, say it. Tina, say it. Shimmy on. Shimmy on. Shimmy on. There you go. We'll, we'll, we'll talk to you guys next week. Have a great week. Goodbye. السوق يحرك الحنين وين القلب الليل يطول والنهار يعطي في قلب السوق يحرك الحنين وين القلب الليل يطول والنهار